Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you guys ready to talk some fights? Yes! Our guy Sugar Rashad Evans. Now, we haven't talked to him since. Now a UFC Hall of Famer, gentlemen. Yeah. A UFC Hall of Famer. Congratulations, Rashad. That's a, that's a great honor. Um, is it? What does it mean? A Hall of Famer on top of all your accolades. Oh man, good, good morning, guys. Um, it, it means a lot, you know. It just kind of means that uh, for me, that you know, the effort and everything that I put into this sport, you know, it, it was appreciated by by those who who witnessed it, you know. And um, as an athlete, whenever you give your best and put it on the line, you hope that at least win, lose, or draw, your efforts are recognized. And appreciate it. Is it true an earthquake went on during your speech? Yeah, right in the middle of it, man. I thought, wow. I thought for a minute I got weak in the knees and I was about to pass <laughs> out. That was just what I thought. Wow. But then I looked around and seen, like, you know, the scaffold about to fall and people getting up and ready to run out the room. And I was like, oh, this is something different. Is that the first earthquake you went? Because you know, we know down here in South Florida, like, the, the crazy hurricane season we got to go through every August and September. But, hur- I mean, earthquake, that's bad news, man. Yeah, it is, man. It is. I, it was the first one I ever been in. You know, I, you know, you, you never realize, you know, what it feels like when the Earth actually moves. It's the most terrifying thing in the world. You actually feel like you're on an animal who just decided to get up. You just like you realize how much, how powerless you are, and all of it. <laughs> Well, so, Rashad, we want to get you on. There's a huge fight this weekend. You're one of the best analysts in the game. Uh, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. They're fighting for this bad mother bleeper belt. But, I mean, these guys, it, it, when the idea was struck that they, that these guys were going to take on each other, didn't even need a title. Everybody was just excited about it. What do you think of this matchup? These two guys, they, they don't get finished. They've been in the game forever. How do you determine who's going to get the best of, of one another in a matchup like this? Uh, well, I mean, I, I look at, uh, you know, both of these guys, like you said, they're, 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 they're top of the line, you know, and especially uh, with Jorge, he, he's believing in himself and, you know, all of his, his grinding work and, and taking the, the back seat where everybody, you know, was having the preferred ride, you know, he, he endured all that. And now, you know, he, he's come to get with his, you know, and, and he's grown into himself as a fighter. But then you have Nick Diaz on the other time, on the other side, who is, you know, uh, a, a guy who's been in this position many, many times and, you know, had this big spotlight. So when I look at that, the fight, I look at, okay, who's been in this position before and who and who is going to be less phased by, you know, the lights and, and, and the the magnitude of this event. And I think that goes to Diaz. For because of, because of uh, his experience with the McGregor scene and all that chaos that the goes McGregor with it? The McGregor scene and just, yeah, and just, and just everything. And just everything. I, I think, that, you know, when, when – you're involved in a promotion like this, and you know something like a fight like this takes a life life of its own. Of its own, you know, it, it has a tendency to take your breath away sometimes, just because it's so overwhelming. And if you're not mentally on guard and watching your mental garden, then it, it's possible for some bad uh, weeds to grow in there and uh, you know mess up your focus. 
you're a guy you would you would go and and and, and annihilate people. You've you've knocked you had plenty plenty of big knockouts. And George is now on this role where like he always said he was like the split decision king, and now he's got the fastest knockout in UFC history, a big knockout over Darren Till. So now he's got that taste of starting end fights quickly. If you go in there with a guy like Nate Diaz who doesn't get finished, like do you go into that knowing? I'm probably gonna be in a in a five round war with this guy, or do you still go in it with the mindset of I gotta fin- I want to finish him quick, just like I have with the others? I think he has to go in there with the mindset that he want to finish him quick, but at the same time have the ability to go the distance. And by that I mean, you know, one thing that makes Jorge uh, what he has been thus lately is the fact that he's so fast and he's so explosive, and that only comes when you go out there with the intent. To, to do what he has been doing. So I think he needs to hold on to that, but at the same time, you know, make sure that he puts, uh, you know, some, some, some gas away so that way that he can handle Diaz when he comes in those championship rounds where he normally starts to get hot, you know, because those pity-pat punches, they, they're not nothing at first, and you can get away from them, whatever the case may be, but the pressure that Diaz puts on you and just being able to touch you, it starts to add up after a while, especially when he starts dropping to the body and, and start, you know, doing things like that. So, you know, for Jorge, he's going to have to throw leg kicks, um, you know, uh, hit and move, be fast, be explosive, and draw out the, the, the reaction of Diaz and then, you know, getting Diaz to shell up a little bit, and then he can have his way with him a little bit. What do you think it is for, for, for Jorge being at, at this point where he's gotten this, this – he's been in the game for so damn long, and now all of a sudden he's at this, this big stage after being and, and grinding for so long. Like, is it, is it a mental thing? Like, do you remember in your career, was there a, a time where you just mentally flipped a switch and it seemed like everything was clicking for you and, and the executions were going to perfection in the cage? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's normally like when you find your mastery of your fighting style, you know, because whenever you go into a gym, you know, we, we all learn these different techniques. And, and it's not until you incorporate those techniques and make it your own until that, you know, it's your own style and you know how to, you know, make it so that you can get any fight to be in your style, then that's when you have true mastery of style. And that's what it separates the guys who are at the top of the echelon and the guys who are still trying to find their way. You know, you see the guys who have that true mastery, like Israel, like John Jones, you know, and some of the upper, you know, the, the guys that are at the top, you know, they, they found their style. They found their mastery. And when they get whoever is in there with them, they can make them pretty much skip to their loo because they know their style. And now, I think that's what you see in Jorge. Now let me let me uh, let me take you outside the box a little bit here, Rashad. Now Leroy Horde, you know, former Pro Bowl running back, my co-host here. He uh, he has some beliefs, and one of those beliefs is that he'd beat seventy-nine-year-old Chuck Norris in a fight, martial artist, um, kick his ass because he's seventy-nine. Now I, 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 when you're seventy-nine, Rashad, do you still think you're going to be able to mess fools up? Like if, if some if some spry. 50 year old that's how old folks get knocked out and and, like you're still gonna be knocking people out at 79 years old like this is still gonna be a thing yes yeah yeah you gotta be able to hold your own i mean and and, and besides this listen that's chuck norris man come on on with this chuck norris is probably the baddest man to ever live okay (laughs) (laughs) rashad i'm gonna tell you like this you can line up chuck norris you can line up uh rocket balboa uh, oh, and you can line up Clint Eastwood with that heavy ass gun, which he ain't gonna be able to carry because he's too old, and I hose them all down. 
I'm oh, like, come on, man. man. You talking big. You talking big now. You no. talking big right now. <laughs> They're 80. Yo. Look, um, I'm not talking about prime Chuck Norris. You just want to take him out of the retirement home? Right. Hey, well, li- li- listen, I- I'll say this. I'll say this. I seen Sylvester Stallone at uh, Unbreakable Gym in L.A. Uh-huh. And I tell you what, you'll be mistaken to think he's a slouch right now. It looks now that like he's, 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 sti- he's still got it. He's still strong. Uh-oh. And, and I'm telling you, man. Look, I, I mean, dude, dude, and look, and <laughs> there ain't no seventy-plus-year-old dude gonna come over here and leave with his lunch. <laughs> it makes it, it, this argument is made even better. By the, this, this argument is made better by the fact that we're shot as a Spartan and you are a Wolverine. What? Oh yeah! Come on! I went to the I went to the right school, the best school. No, you went to where they know how to uh, cut lawns and grow grass. <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah, on! Well, we grow hey. the best grass. Hey, eighty year old man, I'm not questioning Chuck Norris. I'm questioning an eighty year old. If I go up, in, if I go up in there and get my ass kicked by an eighty year old, I can't go home. I cannot go no, back to can't. my house and tell my kids, listen to me because I'm daddy. Right? I know. Because they're going to say, like, no, they're going to say, daddy, you just got your ass kicked by 80-year-old Chuck Norris. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though. It, it, it goes down to this, though. Chuck knows a lot, a lot, a lot of technique. Mm-hmm. And that's all it comes down to technique. You can, have, you can have all the piss and vinegar in the world, but if you have no technique, then it means nothing. So you, you may have the youth and strength on your side, but if you don't know how to attack Chuck Norris, Chuck is just going to put you in one of those, like maybe kick you in the gut or something, you know, because Chuck, he knows that stuff. That's what he does. I've seen it. I've seen oh, it. Oh, man. Hold on. That'd be how, What if he head kicked you? How hard? Then I can't go home. I just ride it to the sunset like old yellow. <laughs> then that's your fate, bro. Because yeah, you're getting I'm your telling, ass kicked. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, because Rashad. Look, how hard can an 80 roll kick you? Rashad, Leroy doesn't believe in head kicks. Like when he sees somebody get head kicked in a fight, he's like, that's, that's not. The, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's how, not, how, does, how does anybody oh let that happen? Wait, no, that is not here. Look, they just tried to get a little laugh out of you. That's not what I said. It is what oh, it said. is what you said. Here's what I said. What I said was, is if I know somebody is a specialist at kicking, I'm going to make damn sure I don't get kicked in the face. Uh-huh. Right? Just because you know yeah. it's happening doesn't mean you can stop right. it. But I'm going to have an yeah, eye open. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, the, the hardest hardest blow I ever had in a fight, because normally in a fight you don't even feel it. You don't feel, you don't feel the blows, but the hardest blow I ever had was a kick to the eye. That sucker hit me so hard, I thought the referee jumped in and hit me. Oh <laughs> I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know what hit me. To, like I was like, what was that? And so after the fight was over, I seen it on the replay. I'm like, wow, my whole eye was shut for the rest of the fight. So them kicks, them kicks when they when they when they when they look down and you look down too and Next thing you know, you get hit in the face. You don't even see it coming. Right. That's, that's what everybody tell. Hey, they also told me you don't understand how bad them leg kicks. Them little oh leg kicks that you're just flicking them out there. Next thing you know, for the next two weeks, you're walking with a limp. <laughs> yeah. How about I, I grew I grew an extra bone oh. on the side of my on the side of my femur from getting leg kicks. Oh my an extra god! Extra bone on the side of my femur. That's 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 what, that's what a career MMA do to you. What does that I mean? have an extra bone. Your body it, just, I, it just it just grows extra. Yeah, it grew it grew an extra bone That's on the side crazy. of my leg. Uh, you have an official prediction for Saturday night. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, Nate Diaz. Who do you think's coming out on top, Rashad? 
man, as much as I want to go for the local king, as much as I want to go for the Jorge, as much as I want to, I just think that Diaz is going to uh, – I think he's going to get him, man. I, I just think what, what, I, what I think about Diaz, I mean, Diaz, I think that his pressure is going to be the key. I think it's going to be the key. And plus the fact that, you know, he's, he's been in this situation so many times. So I think that's also going to play a big part in, in how he goes out there and performs, you know? Well, man, we appreciate you spending time with us. Thanks, Thanks for man. Always, uh, making time for us. Even though you went to Michigan State, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sugar Shot Evans, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, no problem, bro. Yeah, I always love talking to him, man. Hey. Yep. Hey, man. He's hey, respect- here's, now here's do you change problem. your opinion? Here's he, the problem. Now do you change your opinion? Here's the He's problem. He's a champion. He's here's a champion the respecting Chuck Here, Norris. Here's the problem. Okay? The way you set it up, mm. right? Right? We Look, my whole point was... He's 80. Uh-huh. Not that it's Chuck Norris. I said 79-year-old Chuck Norris. Okay. Yeah. I said his age. I don't, I don't think I don't think they understand. He doesn't understand? What 80-year-old... Like, come on, man. You think that Rashad Evans at 80 is going to think he's going to lose a fight? No. And that's why 80-year-olds get their ass kicked and people get arrested over that. Because they think... And then somebody... Give him a two-piece. Boop-boop. And then they're on the ground. Oh, my goodness. Ow. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.